Welcome back to Normies Like Us. The podcast reminds you it's hip to be square. Today on a very special episode, we return to the world of Middle Earth as we explore Amazon Prime's Prime or Subprime uh, new series, The Rings of Power, uh, Normies Like Us. My brother vowed to seek him out and destroy him. Sauron. Tell me everything. It is Elrond of Lindon. Accompanied by Celebrimbor, Lord of Eregion, we seek an audience with Prince Durin. No. You heard it up top. We are journeying once again to that fabled land of Middle-earth as we tell a tale that Tolkien maybe doesn't want told. That's right, because we're talking Amazon Prime's Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, here normies like us with your host um colin andor the blacksmith is that what that guy's kind of name was colin brimbor colin brimbor colin brimbor yeah yeah that that works i'll be i guess uh mike gladriel and this is uh jake cobrandeer Jake Cobrandier is good. Not Jake Arund. I like I'm I think I like Colin Brimbor the best. Colin Brimbor. Yeah. No, yeah. I like Mike Adriel. <laughs> Mike Adriel. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the road goes ever on and on down from the door where it began, and uh, so what began with a series of books back in the day. You know we've done some Lord of the Rings there episodes. You know, we've been there and back again, truly, right? Yes. We, you know, we have done our long-form episodes on this podcast. We're currently doing the Star Trek series, Normies. Check those out. But go back and check every uh, Hobbit entry, every Lord of the Rings entry, covered six episodes, prime, bam, 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 for you to check out there of Primo Tolkien content. Yeah, Lords of November, Rings of December, whatever we That's called it back then. <laughs> That's right. What a name back to back to back, right? We just uh, we, we did a run of all six Hobbit and Lord of the Rings films. Uh, it had some really good discussions with some great guests. And uh, I think, yeah, more or less, yeah, not as much as Transformers did. No. But uh, we'll, we'll talk later today about whether this Amazon series is going to break us or not. But uh, I think overall, generally, I mean, Jacob, let's start with you. Were you kind of anticipating this? I know we just talked Hot D, House of the Dragon, you know, it's another yeah. competing fantasy series. Now we kind of have these two uh, Raw versus SmackDown, as it were. But were you, were you looking right. forward to this uh, at all? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was interested in, in just seeing what it was about because I really didn't have like, I'm not huge on like the Tolkien lore. So I was like, I'm not, I don't even know like what story they're going to be or, you know, anything about it. So I was just excited to tune in. Um, and with it being, you know, in, I guess, competition with hot D, uh, you know, it's a lot, but I don't know. They're you know, two different, very different shows. So, uh, I think I can enjoy them both. Probably. Probably. Well, we'll find out about the first two episodes. Colin, what was yeah. your kind of the, the temperature of the water for you heading into um, the release? You know, we probably got to watch it coming up, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll headline some stuff and say I am in primo content. We talk some hot D. Maybe my opinion on that show has changed a little. Um, and there's a new video game coming out. So currently I'm I'm back playing the one before it, the 2019, 2018 God of War. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, uh, whatever that one is. The only thing yeah, that can um, threaten Elden Ring, according to some outlets, you know, for <laughs> game of the year. Well, and Elden Ring, Mike, you know, so I feel this um, fantasy primo right now mm. or primer where it's like, OK, you know, I'm, I am set up and ready to go. So going into this, I kind of felt ready for it. 
we'll talk about feelings and reactions, of course. But uh, how about yourself, sir? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm maybe... I would say the biggest Lord of the Rings, maybe, of the group fan. Totally. Um, you know, I like, so. I, lo- I grew up with the extended editions, mostly, like, the films. I read the books. I love the Hobbit books. Hobbit cartoon even before the movies came out. You know, I'm, I'm pretty big on it. I, I haven't, like, done the extensive dive of, like, you know, I've done an audio book of the Sam Aurelian, but while you're doing other things. So, I'm not an expert, but I do know, like, I'm aware of Morgoth, <laughs> you know, and what his deal was, which, you know, maybe there's a lot of pronouns <laughs> in this game or, or proper nouns, as it were, that... Um, he stole some like, gems. Who the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking forward to it. Um, as you know, I, I was, you know, cautiously optimistic, you know, like, cause again, it's a big corporate product. We'll see what happens. Obi-Wan was another big product that's you know, left to me a, a little iffy on the whole endeavor, but, uh, well, we'll get into it. Um, and yeah, I was excited for it though. And a lot of fantasy going on right now. So if you're a fan of fantasy, it's a good time, uh, to be in the media space. Like you said, God of War, Elven Ring and. Uh, Hot D and now Rings of Power for at least the next uh, six yeah. weeks or so. That Dungeons and Dragons movie, I keep saying. Yeah, that too. No, we're that's, that's true. We're out, we're out here for it. So yeah. Uh, shall we just, uh, you know, begin our journey? You know, you never know uh, something, something when you step out your front door, right? It's dangerous <laughs> business. Yeah. There we go. That's right. We'll leave our land of glowing trees and go on an adventure. We are talking Rings of Power here on Normies Like Us. Uh, some Tolkien content that comes from Tolkien material to give a little background, but maybe not the stuff you'd think. Uh, Mike, you just mentioned this, the some the Simmerillion. Yeah, the Simmerillion. So it's like a big compendium, you know, kind of explaining the history of Middle Earth from from the very beginning um, up into you know about I think the Third Age is mostly doing the First and Second Age, but. A lot of more shit happens in the first age than the second age, really. Um, the third age is where Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and, you know, all that shit is happening in what is known as yeah. the third age. Um, it's my understanding that Amazon didn't have the rights to any events that happen in the first age, which is unfortunately the more exciting of them. Uh, you know, Morgoth has an army of Balrogs that rebel against the gods and shit. But we can't do any of that with this show. So... Uh, we kind of get the second age where there's not a ton of, you know, it's not a story that's been spelled out. It's like bullet points. This happened, this happened, this mm. happened. So Amazon's able to kind of fill in the very large blanks, let's say here, um, with as kind of as much liberty as they, um, they wish to. Um, cause it's, none of it's really spelled out, you know, so yeah. a little bit of a prequel, uh, to the movies. It feels like they're trying to be it's between, yeah, it's between Silmarillion, the first age and everything Lord of the Rings in the third age. Right. So it's like a transitional period kind of, but not a lot was written about it. So they're kind of expanding the lore, right? Yeah, correct. And, and again, because of the way the films are received, like visually, you know, and you know, they have Howard Shore doing the theme. So they're, they're right. pulling on a lot of the imagery and iconography from the Peter Jackson, Hobbit yeah. and Lord of the Rings, but also lore wise, they can dive into the text and, you know, expand on it. Like Jacob said, in, in kind of more right. ways than is what's on the page. So it's doing double duty as being a Tolkien thing and a Peter Jackson's movie prequel thing. Well, I think visually it looks great, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Colin, what's, what's your, you know, your 
question. It does, um, obviously, because it's Amazon pumping money, right? Yeah. Super Corporation Amazon does this. And Jacob, you had mentioned last week the power of Game of Thrones, right? Or talking about Hot D, right? Um, That people were just going, bring me a Game of Thrones. I need a Game of Thrones. Of course, Amazon had that wheel of time, but this is their true attempt at a GOT killer, right? Yeah, I think Jeffrey Bezos like literally was quoted saying, "Jeffrey, like, Bring, right? I want my Game of Thrones." Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he had his little crossbow. Yeah. I want my Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> bring I me my game little Thrones. crown on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I bet. So he shelled out a lot of money to mm. make this Lord of the Rings show, right? Well, a lot I of think the you can see the money in the visuals. Yeah, a lot of hullabaloo has been made about the most expensive TV show ever made. Right? It's like wow. a billion dollar TV show or something like that. Um, right. And yeah, I mean, I think it looks good, but I, I think I'm going to have a lot of hot takes on this episode. Not for the reason the internet is like, oh, it's woke. Fuck you kind of assholes, right? I don't care, right? Yeah. It's, it's a fantasy yeah. world. Anybody can be cast, whatever. Quit being an asshole. I think, yeah, we can say if we did or didn't like it, it's not because of the casting or anything like that. No, 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 yeah. no, no, not at all. There's, you know, we'll, we'll get into specifics, but nothing like that is ever, you know, on our radar. And we were frustrated by that discourse. Um, but when I'm thinking about the Lord of the Rings films that I liked, right? Um, what made them great to me, much like Star Wars, is there was still a hand, uh, a handmade feel because they did these bigatures, these giant miniatures, and they would shoot them to scale. Then when we did The Hobbit, they shifted into CG. Things didn't look as good. And right. things are very big and grand, but they look less real than the original Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy and that's my issue to me the yeah. Lord of the Rings does not mean big CG everything's at sunset golden sunlight it means it was still somewhat handmade and this right. doesn't have that and it kind of kind of loses well it's me interesting you know to go off that you know Peter Jackson I think has said like it's kind of like George Lucas he said like if he had better technology back then he would have used more cg and he felt kind of limited by that but i think mm-hmm. sometimes filmmakers have to be limited to get their best stuff because like obviously george lucas had the same thing with star wars and uh i think we saw you know what you know with the hobbit what more cg would have been like i think with this show though at least there's you know obviously technology has come a long way even since the hobbit where movies were made a decade ago right mm-hmm. yeah and so I think CG is still a little bit better now than it was then. So I think it's it looks better than the Hobbit movies, but maybe not like like you said, not that handmade quality that the Lord of the Rings movies have. They were almost twenty years ago, right? But I, yeah. I mean, Colin, where do you land on this? I mean, I, everyone's saying um, it looks great, but I in my mind, I'm just like, it doesn't look as good as some styrofoam that they spray painted <laughs> to look like a rock, you know? Yeah, I love that, Mike. Um, there were two episodes released. We're going to be talking Correct. about the pilot in the second episode. Now, in the second episode, we meet some dwarf characters that Mike decidedly have more of the makeup and look of the Hobbit. So, I, I to me, it's a kind of a blend. You know, I, I feel like there is some good old school visuals, effects, tricks, um, and then. It does seem like for whatever reason they want to honor this like other crazy style that kind of nobody in the world was excited or happy about. So I, I don't yeah. know. Well, I think yeah. they are still using some of the like forced perspective that you yes. know, Peter Jackson famously used with the hobbits, the different Fail sizes levels. and stuff. Tall character in that second episode too, interacting with some shorter some uh, little, little people who, yeah. who I would agree with Jacob. They're employing some of that Peter Jackson old school technique. Yeah, I think they're at least trying to kind of keep the aesthetics in line with what the Peter Jackson movies were. 
Um, but I totally agree with you, Mike, about like, I do think practical effects just generally look better. And that's a problem I've had with like Star Trek. Like, I don't care what CG you got. Just put some rubber shit on someone's face and it just yeah, looks better. Yeah, yeah. Give me an ear and a nose bridge. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Any guess, makeup. Yeah, yeah. 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 I guess before we jump into the plot, there's going to be spoilers for the first two episodes, right? Um, I guess tonally and kind of, you know, Bezos said, bring me a Game of Thrones. This is like kind of more of a high fantasy thing, though. Like it is doing um, that high fantasy vibe, right? So it's not it's not hot D, right? It's not dragging you right, through the no. mud, but it is, you know, Lord of the Rings even at times can get a little gritty, but it is high fantasy and poetic language and, and things like that. Yeah. So it very so, much seem to have to me kind of a Dungeons and Dragons intro feel. Wouldn't you say Mike of a session of like to start off? Here's the lore of the world. Oh, there was uh what did you call him? Morgoth. Morgoth. Yeah. Yeah. Morgoth. There was, you know, first we were born the angel babies. And then there was Morgoth. You sort of get up mm-hmm. the set of that. Then you set up the characters a little, then you're setting up the conflict, right? Correct. 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 Yeah. Um, well, I maybe guess, we could uh, yeah. talk about it like kind of the different characters that have been featured so far in the first two episodes, right? Yeah, let me bring up that. Con- like, So Morgoth does the thing like Colin said. The elves basically have to leave their home world. They travel to Middle Earth, right? At which point they think they're safe. They're away from this asshole, right? We're good. They kind of had a big battle where they think they've defeated, um, you know, Sauron once already. Um, and then uh, they're chilling. And so now we're kind of at the stage where um, Middle-earth thinks Sauron's gone. And then that's kind of the point at which we meet our different factions of elves, human and elf, uh, Harfoots. And uh, so we kind of have a bunch of different groups here, Jacob. Who, who else am I missing? Well, I was going to ask, Sauron, he was like a lieutenant to Margoth, Morgoth, basically, originally. He was kind of like a, a necromancer or something. He's an underling. Of, so, Morgoth is like one of the most ancient evil forces, right? Right. So, Sauron's like an underling of that. Um, and then he becomes the big bad. The devil. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we start with Galadriel, right? Obviously played by Kate Blanchett in the Gear Jackson <laughs> <Yes>. movies. <laughs> yes. Uh I younger wish. now obviously you know the elves they live hundreds of years or thousands of years i'm not sure how long mm-hmm. they live exactly but and this uh, is like two thousand years before the movies take place is that right that's a good question i'm not exactly sure I think the that's timeline. roughly our timeline uh we'll they should that i feel like go. they should do a better job of explaining how you know the time disparity between now and the lord of the rings but um yeah we have galadriel leading the this you know, troop of elves looking for Sauron. They all say, come on, let's go back home. Like Sauron's definitely gone. He's not coming back. And she's like obsessed with, you know, finding him and and rooting out all evil. Right. Her brother Uh, is killed. She takes on this responsibility herself. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So we see Galadriel kind of portrayed as this like battle elf where she's just obsessed with, uh, fighting evil. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like uh, Gladriel in this so far. Yeah. From what I've seen, I, I mean, you get the connection with that her brother is like, you know, because she lost someone personally, it's like this is like she cannot give it up. A lot of the other elves are saying don't. But I, I think she she's pretty cool. Like I like, you know, that she's kind of like a badass, you know, and like doing some elf stuff. I mean, I like this conviction yeah. she has. It's maybe because we have the foresight to know that she's right and Sauron is still out sure. there, right? Then I'm yeah. just like, stop, stop saying you want to go home. Like, listen to the Gladriel, right? But uh, we it's do the see classic, her. Uh, 
yeah, all the elves are like, just come on, everything's fine. She's like, no, I can't let it go. Yeah. Uh, and we have, so we have young Galadriel and we have young Elrond, right? And we see that they've been friends for a long time. So that kind of, you know, shows their relationship a little more background into that, right? Yeah. Uh, but Elrond is more of a politician elf who's like doing his thing and he's trying to help her. But at the same time, she, the king now wants her to go west with the rest of her elves. Um, which here's a question I have for you, Mike, as maybe the Lord of the Rings expert here. Not, I have a million not of these. in the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Why are the elves so obsessed with like going west back to their homelands, the undying lands of Valinor? So it's the Grey Havens. So, so right. that's where you can basically just, it's just heaven. You can live forever and chill, no conflict, whatever. It's just like it, whenever you feel, I guess you've, served your purpose you know in middle earth you can but they've got some like pretty nice cities in middle earth so why can't they just stay but there she you know they, yeah. the the her compatriots her hunting party right because they still believe these orcs are out there if orcs are out there that means sauron's still out there even though it's been hundreds of years since we've seen any mm-hmm. um say to her you know i miss the light of the valinir trees or whatever they are they seem to have this intrinsic you know Imagine if you were an angel, you come down to Earth, you want to go back to heaven. It's yeah. like you, you would right. never settle for Earth no matter what mansion you lived in. It's this idea of I come from another world where this thing makes me happy. Well, well, so I think I think where they came from to travel to Middle Earth and the Grey Havens are different. Uh, because oh, okay. we oh, saw they're going that. back to their no, Morgoth burned too. the Erd tree. Elden Ring fans, we see in that prequel. Uh, Mike, this yeah. whole thing made me think Lord of the Elden Rings. It's, there seemed to be <laughs> J.R. So Martin definitely crossover. borrowed stuff when he influenced the story of Elden Ring, yeah. right? So it's all derivative. But when I did see their, their golden trees, you know, which we see Elrond gave a sapling of that to his, to the dwarves. his dwarf. I didn't right? understand that at all. That's from the Elven homeland, but I don't think they can go back there. The trees are, are wrecked right so they okay yeah it is interesting but but can i ask something mike Mm -hmm. frodo at the end of the movies when they get on the boat is that where they're going is the gray havens i thought they were going to valinor or whatever it is it's the gray havens and it's the the exact same place and i'll confirm again because i am not yeah that's really rare to have myself and Bilbo and Frodo are like they're. It's really rare to have non-elves go with them, right? But they've earned. And they it. just get to go to elf heaven, Jacob. They don't <laughs> go to elf like you heaven. You skip over Hobbit heaven to go to yeah. a different one. That doesn't seem positive. You're right. right. <laughs> Valinor, the Grey Havens, is like where they take the boat away to go there. Okay, so I was wrong, and there we go. Um, I don't. I a lot of proper I, nouns in this show. Don't worry. But yeah. So the thing is, though, regards they want to send her to elf heaven, but it's it's. It's like, she's like yeah. it's like scary when you're in the corrupt police force and you're like, hey, I think I know this thing goes all the way to the top. And like, you did such a good job on this case. We're promoting you all the way to district. So you're not going to yeah. fuck with our shit, right? They're like, she's making we just too don't want to hear from yeah. you anymore. Retire. So we're going to send you back to Valinor, basically, because um, she finds some evidence. That's the thing. She finds the, the yeah. mark of Morgoth and, you know, she puts but no one's really her. They kind of see her as like obsessed and like to the point of like she you know she's she's lost her mind basically they think yeah um but let's touch on some of the other characters we have young galadriel and elrond in the beginning Mm -hmm. then we have a little bit with the harfoots which are uh what i call the grubby hobbits (laughs) right Uh, dirty dirty boys just dirty little grubby hobbits living in the dirt and the grass Mm -hmm. and uh you see them (laughs) little kids have so berries got berry juice all over their face years from doesn't being exist established now. of any kind. They yeah. are just a traveling band of woodland 
rapscallions. Yeah, a nomadic kind of rapscallion group. I think this was created for the show. I I don't think the Harfoots are from the lore. Um, I think they are because... Wild. Well, I'm not sure, but uh, I think they might have been described by by. I have no supporting evidence. Uh, And maybe they're ancestors to the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings. I'm not really sure because they've got like, you know, like names like Brandy... Well, I'm sure they are. The point is, like, yeah, right now, they're nomadic. Eventually, down yes. the road, this this culture will settle. Some will settle in the Brandybuck area. Yeah. Some will be took. Right. You know, and you'll, you'll start to get the Shire popping. But they're essentially the hobbits of this show, where they're like they're, the little people. They're like naive and innocent and kind of doing their own thing and stay away from do, the big people. They don't know? like adventure or outsiders. Right. They very much yeah. keep to themselves, you know, to the hobbits. So that's, that's kind of A duo of teenage girls giving um, performances I would say wouldn't even fit in Cobra Kai. They're so saccharine <laughs> and, and just like, you know, soap opera-y. But um, yeah. this was the stuff I almost found myself unable to watch while we were enjoying any, this. I got to say the Harfoots are very boring to me. And anytime they cut to them, I'd be like, oh, I lose interest immediately. Phone time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think this whole show is very boring, but I'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. We're dancing around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well first we'll yeah. introduce the characters, then we'll trash. Yeah, yeah the yes. Harfoots yes. is so a little we got bit, the elves. We have Nori, which we're is the notable Harfoot. Thank you, she's, Nori. She's yeah. a little yeah, rapscallion who likes to explore, you know, she's our... And she's uh, feeling the call of adventure, right? Yeah, hey, yeah. Have you oh, ever wanted to eat blackberries call. more in your life? <laughs> yeah, no, they do. Like, oh my God, give me that. Like I said, they're going grubby they're getting juices all over their face why do we have to go relax um but eventually they they, uh, uh, a giant man falls from the sky and they discover him and that's the call to adventure i guess but we'll get to that but before we do that we've got the elves the other best grouping and now we've got well we've got the men the land of men right and then which is being overseen by an elf ranger guy yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We've Which is another story. great the healer fucking woman. subplot, bro. Yeah, so we've got that. We check in with the village of men, and then we have in the second episode, we have the dwarves, right? And I think so far, no, the stop, dwarves, stop. Yeah, you didn't explain our, our ranger guy or our human lady. You just walk glossed sure, over yeah. it. Being sarcastic, Mike. This, no, this the reason awesome. these humans this is this is backstory because the reason yeah. these humans are being watched by elves that their version of you know the 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 wall or whatever is because yeah. their ancestors sided with Morgoth, so elves right. have to watch them. So we get right? that scene. He goes into the the bar, and we immediately have like the. The classic village idiot, like, why don't you go somewhere else, pointy ears? And then he's like, hey, some elf racism, you know, ca- yeah. you know, not even casual, explicit elf racism. No. Yeah, you know? but we do learn that, yeah, these 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 humans are the ancestors of people that sided with Morgoth hundreds of years ago. Uh, and we see signs that maybe evil is back in the world. We and then again, everyone's uh, ignoring that. Yeah. Sure. But we can call um, these two Romeo and Juliet because who cares yeah, what their so names the elf are? Boy, <laughs> so we have our main elf ranger guy who seems kind of like one of the heroes of the show, yep. and we find mm. that he's in a relationship with a human woman that would be frowned upon by you know both societies, right? Right. Like elves are like don't mix with humans. Humans are like don't mix with elves. They you say know, it didn't work. People died, and I'm like, what? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Elrond has like a half human parent. Oh, so Elrond is. Yeah. Right, he's half human, yeah. No, one of his Elrond parents is, is partially human or something like that, yeah. I think so, yeah. He's mixed down the line, but the point is... Elrond's like the king of Rivendell eventually, right? 
I guess it doesn't make sense that they should say no humans and elves can breed, huh? Mm. Well, yeah, again, 3,000 years. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Romeo and Juliet, they're going to be doing things. Not to cut you and off, so, and they're going to be a big part of the show, also boring. Right. And so we have the human lady. Her, she has a son or a little brother. I'm not sure that's her which. Son. Boy, so Jacob, I watched <laughs> yeah. the whole thing and I was like, wow, okay, that's definitely her brother. Her last line is, come on, my son, or something like that. I was like, oh, wow, I have totally lost yeah. on this show. And somehow he has like the hilt of a orcish sword that has the Marcus R on it. Bad stuff, you know. Yeah, so he, he, so yeah, he finds a, a hilt of an orcish sword in a barn somewhere. He's messing with that. We have Gladriel found the symbol of Morgoth somewhere. That's going on. There's a guy yeah, from the, the sky stigil. with the Harfoots. And then we got, uh, like you said, there's some dwarf stuff. In, yeah, second like, episode, we get into the... No, I'm just excited to talk about dwarves because they have been it's pretty much my good favorite things. thing so far of mm. the show. Yeah, I like the look oh. of them because it does... It is kind of like that Gimli mixed with some of the... Uh, Hobbit, the Hobbit elves, um, but I think it, you know, fits right in. And the main elf, or the, sorry, dwarves, uh, the main dwarf that we see is Durin, who, you know, they talk about Durin's day, that kind of thing. He's an ancient dwarf that, uh, obviously we go on to oh, be the king of the dwarves my and stuff God. in Khazad Doom. Mm-hmm. Mike and Jacob, that door that they go, that is the speak friend and enter door? Not yet. Uh, uh I can tell be. you. Celebrimbor. But it is that door. Celebrimbor and Durin work together to build that door. Okay. And there's see the there, beginning there, stages look, of that. Yeah, if yeah. you look yes. at the writing, their initials are actually on the door to symbolize oh the God. friendship between elf and dwarf. Durin right. and Celebrimbor. Yep, yep. They work <laughs> together. Colin Brimbor. Calimbor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's where so this is going. So we see, uh, yeah, so Elrond, he's going to be working on a special project with Celebrimbor, the master elven smith who makes all the best elven weapons and such. And they want uh, him to, he wants a great forge, the best forge you can ever make. The elves are saying, well, there's no war, but we definitely don't have the manpower to help you build this. Right, so, so like, let's make an alliance with our old friend Durin, Prince Durin. We see that his father is king right now, and uh, him and Elrond have a bit of a history. But we find out that Elrond basically pieced out for like 20 years, and because to an elf, that's like nothing. But to a dwarf, he missed like most of that guy's life. And he's like, hey, man, fuck you. Like, I thought we were friends. You missed my wedding. You missed my kids being born. Yep, yep. And Elrond's like... Lifetime. Sorry, man. Well, I didn't realize. You know, yeah, I just wanted to come visit you. <laughs> well, <laughs> when the show was first announced, a uh, friend of the show, um, another Adam, he hasn't been on the show officially, but he's a big Lord of the Rings fan. And he had brought up like if elves and humans are going to be in the show, they need to address that like, like you'll have to have like the son of the king hanging out with the same elf like in season two because like the yeah. lifetime. So the fact that they address like this right. thing that, yeah, elves live longer and it affects their personal relationships with, with other beings and other races. Because right. it would. And I like that they address that. And you see Elrond yeah. kind of hits him. And he's like, first of all, you know, congratulations. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. And we see that well, Durin he- raised that sapling for 20 years. So, like, even though he was bitter, like, that friendship meant enough to him that he learned to grow an elvish tree deep underground. You know what I mean? Pretty right. cool stuff, I think. When, when he first shows up, he's like... Elrond's like oh it's only been 20 years like that's nothing to me like he doesn't even realize what he's done and he's he just Durin is just like has a grudge against him he doesn't even know why at first and Durin's like only 20 years and that gives you a sense (laughs) of the difference of the way we perceive time as each of these races 
Colin, I mean, what do you think? I think they do have kind of more of a Hobbit look, but they're trying to kind of, I think, unify the visual themes with the show. But I think this is probably the most fun I found the show. Yeah. 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 The uh, the little contest between the two of them, of course, was adorable. Um, I didn't necessarily love uh, Duran's wife that much and all that stuff. And I'm like, ooh, get me away from all this. this <laughs> well, it's a classic. Don't death. think you're staying. You're staying for dinner. Yeah. Like we've seen yeah. that dynamic tons yeah. of times. Yeah. Can I say here's the thing? <laughs> Because, Mike, you said earlier, you know, this is high fantasy. It's different than um, Game of Thrones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I love fantasy. We talked about it a million times before. But the difference that I find and why I think we all kind of gravitate towards grounded fantasy a lot more now, um, like the the Hot D and stuff, mm-hmm. is that this scene is a perfect example where it's like, you know, you can't have sex, uh, raunchiness, you know, um, cursing or anything. But you can have like farts and burps and sort of like like the lowest form of humor and uh, that just like that just kind of breaks me which leans mm-hmm. into the hobbit side of the these cinematic tone that they're going for which is yeah. a bummer because if you think of the ot like there's genuinely scary moments and yeah, like dark not and silly violent but there things. are silly moments yeah here i and think there. there'll be there's scary I think there will be scary moments in the show too, right? And there has been some yeah. tension, but to keep it in dwarf, yeah. I, I do want to mention that it was really cool seeing Khazad-dun like mm. in its prime. Because that's my favorite sequence in that Special all Lord of the Rings, you know, drums in the deep, that whole thing. When they go to Moria, yeah. aka Khazad-dun, I, it was cool to see it in its prime. And they're like refracting, refracting light from the surface where it needs to go. And like, I don't know, I just yeah, found that, that all dwarf, interesting. Uh, a dwarf engineering and architecture and stuff. Yep. You see, oh, they've got a whole society down here. Dwarves um, are crazy. And well, one, one thing I really like explain to us, you know, great holes and feasts, you know, and then it's just yeah. empty. Oh, now we get to see what he was explaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, one thing I do like with the effects is that they kind of zoom out whenever they go to a new place, they like zoom out into a map and then show you where they're going next. And there's like these sweeping visuals. I think that stuff Those really names. works well. Yeah, and it kind of keeps track of like where you are in Middle Earth. So I think that's very helpful. Yeah, yeah. The geography has always been a thing. We've had maps since The Hobbit. You know, Tolkien put a map right in the back of the book so yeah. you could keep love track maps. of where they went. Yeah, we love yeah. maps. Game of Thrones should do that more maybe, or at least they should have done that in the early seasons to kind of just so people can visualize where the different parts of Westeros are. Or the theme song kind of functioned as a map if you were like that's aware true, of yeah. it. You if know, you're paying attention to that. Right, yeah. you really yeah. had to pay attention, but you know. Um, but good use of the maps and I wanted to mention style. Yeah. Elrond. So the guy that plays Elrond, I don't know if you know this, also played young Ned Stark in Game of Thrones. Oh. So if anything, oh, he should be playing like Boromir, right? He should be playing wow. young Boromir. Oh, now, that's Jacob, funny. I was going to say, say just, while, we're, while we're talking about the cast, none of these people are stars. This is a lot of... Um, TV character actor, not British like a household actors. name level. No, yeah. no yeah. names really. It's kind of a, uh, it's I, an I ensemble piece. Yeah, right. I mean, which... maybe some of them will will become bigger names through the show, like the actress playing Galadriel or something like that. But yeah, no one that you would really know of, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of our, our characters. Um, is there any standouts? Again, I think, you know, the dwarf, the relationship between Elrond and Durin is, is very great. Um, yeah. 
But I didn't like yeah. Elrond until like the dwarf stuff. Like I was like, Is he, yes, Elrond's yes. kind of boring. <laughs> the the poetry boy who's just like sort of like getting like upset everything. Jacob, I'll go as far to say, you know, just our history of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, of us playing together, my games in the past. Mm-hmm. I've never played as an elf. I really don't mm-hmm. like elf characters in fantasy fiction because of that snobbish nature. And this yeah. doesn't do anything to fight against that stereotype. No, in Lord of the Rings, a lot of times the elves are like very aloof, like doing their own thing in their own cities. They're like, we're kind of doing our thing. We're just going to let whatever happens happen. And that's kind of their big weakness is that they kind of just let Sauron come back. Obviously, that's what we're seeing in the show. Galadriel is the only one who's like, he's still out there. And they're just like, no, no, we're minding our, we're being snooty tooties, you Mm -hmm. know? So yeah, that's a thing with the elves, right? Yeah, and I, I think, like, you know, Elrond is even like a narc because she's like, I saw this symbol. There's some there's evidence that he's back. And he's like, that's crazy. And he, like, tells the king. Right. You know, and then the king's like, hey, you should go to Valinor. You should get yeah, out I was here. trying to figure yeah. out, like, Elrond and Galadriel's relationship. Like, they're friends, but he, yeah, but he, he kind of backstabs he's obsessed her. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like, Do know. they end up married to each other? Is that why they're both no. at Rivendell? Okay. No, she has a husband later on in Lord of the Rings. She's like in Lothlorien. Elf. He's in Rivendell. Oh, Lothlorien. Yeah. That's your mic. You're, they're not even in the same scene. You're making me realize that. No worries. Right. No. Um, but yeah. He, you know what? Hold on. You know what I just remembered? <laughs> Do you remember that Avengers scene, Jacob? Yes. In The Hobbit. In the Hobbit. They all come out with something. They're like, you Milady. didn't count on me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that scene Gandalf. alone is why like, I'm fine with battle maiden Galadriel. It's like, yeah, she does it in The Hobbit. Like, fuck it. 100%. And she's still obsessed with him even then. I'm like, yeah, that's that track, you know. In in, in Lord of the Rings, she's a lot older. She's kind of a, a, you know, one of the elder statesmen of the elves at that point where she's like this, you know, the queen of the elves or whatever. She's one of like the oldest beings in Middle Earth at that point. The maturity. Yeah. Right. But then we, I think even though Elrond, they look similar in age, I think Elrond's a lot younger than Galadriel too. Is that right? Canonically, Galadriel's one of the oldest beings in Middle Earth. She might right. be older Galadriel Gandalf, was, honestly. Yeah. And we see in the first, in the first scene that she was born on, you know, their original lands of Valinor or whatever. In the first Her age. opening speech is, I remember when there was nothing, but there was always light. So she is truly right. one of these first creatures to come into existence. Yeah. Right, right. And, and um, yeah, she's looking for the old guy. Yeah, but all the scenes yeah. with Elrond and Galadriel, I wasn't feeling it that much. I would say then standout wise. Now, I know we said it's kind of our least favorite section. Let's talk about this. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the stranger who mm-hmm. is the being who crashes down to the earth and comes and messes with the, what do you guys keep calling them? Hop, hop foots? They're har foots. Grubby hobbits. H-A-R foots? Yeah, har foot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Fine. Um, the, the, the stranger that falls from the sky I thought maybe this would be Gandalf or something. Like maybe this is Gandalf. Oh, that's interesting. That's what he's got I like weird too. powers. Yeah. He speaks backwards or whatever. I don't know what's going on, man. Does that line up lore wise? So well, you remember I said, yeah, Gandalf is a, uh, remember when we blew your mind? Before he's an angel. I, I have the elves are not angels. We keep using yes. that, but he, technically yes. Gandalf but technically is more of an angel. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he's called an Istari, which is like a, an angel in middle earth. Right. Yep. Um, so the question is like, what is he doing during this time? Maybe that is him. Right. So, so there's two questions in this show. Uh, you know, well, sort of one question, I guess, who is Sauron and where is he? Right. 
So oh. while that, because everyone said it's Eminem in the trailer, we don't know that for sure. So we're trying to figure uh. out who is Sauron. So one of the theories with this, uh, you know, Ziggy Stardust is it's either Gandalf or it's Sauron, right? That's interesting. Come to Earth, right? Because he does oh. speak to the fireflies like Gandalf, but then they all die. So it could be. And also or, when he right? lands in the fire, the fire is not hot. And they say earlier, like there's, there's torches that are not hot because they're evil or something. So, so maybe oh, he is yes. evil. Pulling the power of the, the evil, flame. They will not warm us. Right, right, yeah. right. Shut up. And like Galadriel says, oh, how did you know there's some shit over here up in the snow area? And she says, because it's, it's colder over here than anywhere yeah. else. So this idea of heat and warmth being absorbed by evil, who knows? So one theory. So possibly there's be. some signs that he could be evil. Um, but we really don't but know. But he has yet. blue eyes like Gandalf. They make a key to mm. zoom in on that. It's very. It's, so he's who knows? a dirty boy. Yeah, yeah. It could be. He, and that's why he's friends with the hobbits later, you know? But Oh, that would set up the entire I'm not sure. Why he likes hobbits. Yeah, it could be him. I'm not sure how old he is. You know, the show is thousands mm. of years. I couldn't get an exact number, but it's like, it could be him. It could not be him. Um, I'm sure real hardcore book people are like already screaming at us at the amount right. of uh, <laughs> retcons that they've done to the book lore, right? But yeah. Peter Jackson. So there's going to be some of that. But so the mystery well, one guess, is who is this guy? Yeah. So the other wizards we know, Saruman and uh, Rabbit, 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 Blue Wizards. Yes. But they are also angels. Nobody knows yes. their name. They're just called the Blue Wizards and they exist somewhere. Okay. Yeah. They're mentioning well, like all one the wizards. Dialogue yeah. could be a blue all wizard. wizards. All the wizards are our uh, angels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. If they really wanted to take something with no backstory and give it a backstory, the blue wizards is a good place to start because it's cool. literally like, ah, oh, yeah, Saruman, Radagast, me, and and the blue ones. Like, right. I don't even know what they're called. You know. And like yeah. Tolkien didn't even give them names. He's just like the blue wizards were over there. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. You never hear about him again on another page of any of his Weird. books. <laughs> But overall, I think this show, I'm not sure where it's going. I don't know if the story and characters has really hooked me yet to the point where I'm like, I'm not like with Hot D where I can't wait till Sunday to see the next Hot D episode. You know, I'm not going to be waiting that with bated breath to see the next Rings of Power episode. No, no. I mean, where I'm at is this show is really boring. We've had oh two God. hours of it. And I still, yeah. the, the plot seems like it hasn't watch. started yet, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're like still introducing characters. We didn't even talk about Galadriel jumping off the boat and like oh, the and whole. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, the course. whole raft. He so I wonder if meeting a human will change her, this new experience. You know, it just right. also very seems kind of obvious, I would say, a lot of the beats. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. In Hot D, in one episode, they established the characters, the stakes, the conflict. In episode two, we progress that. In two episodes of, of Rings of Power, the plot hasn't even kicked off yet. And this feels to yeah. me like it's suffering from the same thing that Obi-Wan did. And a lot of these series that are uh, supposed to be expansive, they, they are totally. padded for time and it shows. Colin, what do you think? You know, uh, well, Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, that, that really breaks my well, heart. You don't want that. It feels extremely padded, I, padded for time. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. And to think about it this way. The Lord of the Rings movies, right? They were all like three hours long, but they told it like an entire story in three hours. This, Precise. we're two hours into the show. This show is going to be longer than any of the movie, but I feel like they're covering less ground than the movie. So if you need longer, a longer amount of time to tell your story than the Lord of the Rings movies, then 
I don't know. You're doing something wrong. Oh, man. 100%. Even if you put them like the non-extended editions, it's probably around nine hours, let's say, for the for the original yeah. three yeah. films. Well, how many episodes are this? Are they going to be? Eight. So, we had one yeah. extra hour so, and you could tell the entire original trilogy. Think about the first act of that. How much it establishes and gets going, right? We know yeah. The it's going to be endless. This shit has just not done anything. Yeah, I have a hard time believing this is going to tell a story as complete and epic as the Lord of the Rings trilogy in its first season, you know, eight hour run or whatever. Yeah. And again, the beats that are kind of being highlighted because I, I already feel myself zeroing in on storylines like the elf human romance where I'm like, this is a fast forwarder. And Jacob, you're saying you're not racing this thing. This might be a show where I will wait till they're all done. And then, you know, I kind of mm. just like get through it, which is what I did with Obi-Wan. Yeah. But the I guess the big story because I am dumb. It's like mm. I don't know. I didn't watch any of the big trailers before this came out. It's hard but I to go follow. like, well, but I go like, it's Ring of Power is what this is called. Ring. They want to make a forge. Obviously, the whole point of this show is it sets up them making those rings, and it's that that opening scene in the original first movie where they go. There was seven given to right. the four to the dwarf lords. Yeah, nine yeah, exactly. to the kings of Menu, but so all else is all that power. stuff. Yeah. That's great. That's exciting. Yeah. But again, the question becomes, and this is what these prequel series really have to sell you on in the first episode, but kind of also in their log line of, do I give a shit about that? Yeah. What's the point of making this? Like, what story are you trying to tell? Like, how the rings got made. I mean, didn't, dope. didn't Sauron Great, make the rings? We don't even explore what happens to <laughs> any of them anyway. Yeah. Well, guys, I'll tell you exactly how it happens. I've seen it in a cartoon movie rotoscope that we watched that was <laughs> right. very trippy. And, and I Kate Blanchett in tells us in the very yes, beginning. It's, it's like, need, I've yeah. got it. <laughs> I've also seen it in uh, Shadow of Mordor. I don't want to say, there's, so, there's many things that can be spoiled and I will refrain mm-hmm. You know, but if you're casual you, with the lore, you know, or, things. Mike, do you fight Morgoth in Shadow of Mordor? No, no, no. Okay. No, he's he's kind of in, in the background at this point. Interesting. And Sauron, I don't even think you fight Sauron, but like... Um, it's Splib Splab, the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me, Splib Splab. Well, Colin, in the second episode, you remember that he's talking about that hammer of whoever, and he made these gems called the Silmarils, and that's where the name the Silmarillion comes from. And Morgoth stole the gems because they were so beautiful to look at. And he just st- stared at them for weeks. Right? I'm pretty sure that's what killed <laughs> Dog, the trees. I get yeah. it. <laughs> that's, that's what burnt the elder. Sometimes elevator. you just see some really nice Ta-ta, gems. Oh, look at these gems. Stare. He's a big <laughs> yeah. crow. He's a big crow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, he's a big sparkly, crow. Sparkly little baubles. Yeah. I mean, from what I can tell what's happened so far, like, what's the state of the union at the end of the first two episodes? What has happened, right? Ugh. Starman falls from the sky and the hobbits are kind of taking care of him, but they're doing it in secret. Is he connected to this? We don't know. Boom. One. Two, Gladriel has found evidence. They told her to leave and she said, nope, jumped into the water and met a human guy. And she's still trying to find Sauron, right? And then right. Human, Ranger, human Ranger Romeo and Juliet... An orc actually attacks them, which is, a, I think, a cool sequence. It makes a single orc yeah. look pretty dangerous against regular, boring, like, level one humans, right? Yeah. But, so now, as soon as the elves leave, they're like, we're in peacetime. Elves are leaving. Of course, an orc shows up. So now it's like, right. okay, an orc has attacked. Dun, dun, we have dun. evidence. But Galadriel's completely away from her homeland in the middle of the ocean. Well, we see so their, what, what happens uh, now? they're tunneling to these different towns. We see that the one town over, they Humans. completely uh, destroyed Classic it D&D. or whatever. 
Yeah. But even the neighbors, and they're like, yeah, the, listen, the ground was bad. There's nothing going on. Bring proof. Please, you must right. understand. No, no, no. <laughs> it's all bullshit. They're seeing a trend of people ignoring, ignoring yeah. clear red flags. A cow, now, black goo is coming out of a cow's udders, but it's probably Very the bitch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Mike, you say D&D. I said it before, right? Mm. There is that thing to a session of D&D can be whatever that session is. You know, there, there's not huge stakes that change every time or no. the story just gets filled in or whatever. This show is clearly taking the the suggestion from that to go epic scale, take our time, you know, build out and flesh this out. Would that I mean, does that work for you? Could it? I know you're saying it doesn't, but could that work for you? I mean, what, what I'm what I'm really seeing is it's it's a lack of cohesion or a unified goal at this point. Like, you know, with the original trilogy, we start with a POV character of like Frodo. And then we meet Strider, and then we get to Rivendell, and then we meet this larger cast that have a shared goal. Here, it's yeah. like, Gladriel's doing one thing. Romeo yeah. and Juliet are doing another thing. Uh, Elrond's doing another separate thing. The Harfoots are doing a separate thing. How is it connected? We don't fucking know. It feels right. so disjointed. And My big fear, yeah. though, Mike, is, is that the season finale of this is like, this is the Fellowship of the Ring. We This whole season was they them finally all meet. coming together. Yeah, this huge right. entourage. That would be devastating. <sighs> so much well, bloat. Yeah, with the movies, like, they were ensemble, but they always were centered on Frodo, right? Frodo was like the audience character As that we could identify was. with. Yeah. Who's the character that we're supposed to identify with? Galadriel, I guess, but she's like this super powerful uh, elf who's like right and all the other elves are wrong but we already know she's right so there's not a lot of mystery there right mm-hmm. so yeah. Kinda, yeah like you said it just feels very disjointed I don't know where it's going yet and maybe it'll take a couple episodes before it really ha- ha- really have that idea where it's going you know like if she's the main character that's not communicated by the amount of screen time she gets versus the other boring plot lines on that second right. episode man yeah no well, I guess they had to ex- show how she gets back from swimming across the whole ocean or whatever. Which I guess fixes the Game of Thrones problem of, uh, oh, it takes too quick. To, you're too quick to travel in the end of the season. Yeah. Now, yeah. Right it's going to six seasons to get back from the ocean, and then we'll get our big finale. Yeah. Hey, was right. that smog uh, by those mountains when she was climbing up? No, smog has uh, probably not even been born. Sleeping? Maybe he has. He could be. Oh, sleeping. not even been born, little baby <laughs> smog. Little baby, <laughs> little baby Benedict Cumberbatch crawling. I know around. smog is basically like a real beta dragon in the scale of oh. all dragons that have ever existed in the history of Middle Earth. He's kind of sure. he ain't shit really. Well, he's lazy. He's a lazy little boy. So mm-hmm. that makes yeah, sense. Dragons just want to get some gold and take it down. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Oh, I love that greedy little dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, why not? Things were simpler back then. Yeah, I'm 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 not loving it up up no. to this point, right? You again you said the fights and effects, Mike, that um snow troll fight, I yeah, believe yeah, it was, yeah. right? Was also very cool. Uh but they do that kind of disservice. I don't uh, think reverse. I need a sea monster fight. That's filler to me. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. But yeah. they do that kind of reverse misogyny thing where it's like Gladriel doesn't even fucking break a sweat when she's killing these things. She's so badass. And it's like, no, I want her to be like a real character. I would like her to like, like struggle well, like I do. I don't like how all the, all her elves are getting wrecked by this thing until she comes in and easily defeats and it. She's it's just like, a goddess. Yeah. Aren't they all supposed to be like great warriors though? If she's significantly older than them, that's the thing with the elves. It's hard to tell who's what age. So I can't really right. write that up, but she does do like a no look fucking slash. That's like a little too cocky. Why do you love it? I'm fine yeah. with it, but yeah. 
she runs up the sword and does the big jump. I like that's that. like a Legolas thing. That's fine, but it's yeah. a no look kind of. It's so anime. so cocky. Right. It's very so anime. anime. It's but, it's going off the Peter Jackson like Legolas started off doing some cool things, then every movie he's doing more and more cool things, cooler, and that cooler. just became part of his personality. Even in the Hobbits, he's doing them. You know they shoehorn him into the movie just to do more cool things so you know what jacob you know what i just realized because you came up with that term when we were talking about that or you pointed out that observation but we didn't have a name for it it's the evan peters quicksilver effect where it's mm. like this mm. character ruled you loved seeing them do this one yeah. thing. what's their character trait i don't know but we can make them do a cool thing again and you're right like, oh, let's just well. have them do another slow-mo scene which yeah. ironically we're calling it the evan peters effect which would be retroactively applied to the movies that came out before that which is the legolas right. effect <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's really true. the legolas effect <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah peter jackson called him leggy moments he wanted to leggy give him a leggy moment, wow. but they would always yeah. escalate. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Well, you get the uh, skateboarding on the shield in, in That's two the towers. That's the second movie. Greatest. What's he doing in the first one? That's the movie. Cool arrow shit, right? That's pretty the Yeah, elephant. he doesn't do anything that cool, but the in elephant's the first movie. third yes. movie. Yeah. 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 But by the yeah, third movie, he's bringing down a whole elephant yeah. by himself. And skateboarding. And then the barrel in the, in the yeah. hobbits. Yeah. 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 And then the rocks. It gets it gets bigger and bigger. Zero gravity. Legolas. I think in the first one, we see him walking on snow, and he's not, you know, he's walking above the snow, basically, which is like a cool little detail detail yeah all right so i think we agree pacing what's to me let's talk about stuff that we like i guess like because me i do i like galadriel i like the actress i think Mm -hmm. you know regardless of that one no look slash like i like that she has this conviction and like she's willing to give up maybe the only chance of going to valinor yeah to like i know evil's out there her brother you know she's like which light you know, if you want to follow the light, sometimes it reflects off the top of the river. So how do you know which way is, is the right way to go, right? There's that whole metaphor. Right. And it's like, that's when you don't know until you, you choose to you learn. don't know. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you don't know. So I yeah. liked it. It's like, is the light of the Valar her true path or is she supposed to, is that the reflection she needs to ignore and really track down Sauron? Um, so I, I like that. And I think the actress is, is, has grown on me uh, throughout the first two episodes because I'm like, eh, it's not Kate Blanchett, but... I'm giving her full marks, I think, for trying. Um, I don't like what they're having her do, but I appreciate the actress and her portrayal of the character, I guess. Yeah. I think she's she's good. Yeah. Um, Colin, how do you feel about Elrond and Durin? I do think they steal the show, though. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, I got to keep forgetting Chris Dumber. What is it? <laughs> Kella Brimbor. Killebrimbor. Sorry. I just have a feeling that that's just what I'm going to be into again the most. Um, But positives, positive, positive, positives. It's hard. The unfortunate thing is, is that in the era of peak TV, where I have so many choices, I really can't just choose something because it looks incredible. You know? A lot of things look good. Yeah. A lot, I mean, a lot. Of th- I'd be very curious if this is uh, stagecraft or whatever it is, Mike, or, or you know, the, the uh, screen. The yeah. volume, yes. Somewhat, yeah, yeah. There are some f- practical sets, um, but... I'm having I, mean, I think it looks positives. better than... <laughs> Kyle's having a hard time finding I'm one, yeah. I'm kind of struggling here. It know. looks better than, like, what they've been doing with Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and those shows. Like That's true. So I can say that. It's not um, paced any better than those shows, however. Yeah. No, but yeah, know. to compare I, I it to something like... I they the VFX artists. I, I, need to yes. stay on, I need to stay on positive, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'll be positives. short. Positives, I think Galadriel is good, and I like the angle. Like, she kind of reminds me of Joan of Arc, right? Yeah. She's like this charismatic leader that people will follow into battle, but now she's kind of becoming obsessed and, like, 
maybe she's you know kind of losing her mind they don't really know the she's other yeah. yeah um but then obviously we know she's right already so there's no sense of mystery of like is she right or not like is sauron still out there there are moments of character development with her too where, where the guy on the boat's like the, the orcs killed my family. How could you know shit about loss? You know, and she's right. like, I've lived so many lifetimes. Not only my brother, the number of people like that I've lost, it would take more time to list their names than you have on this earth. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, I've lost so many people because of this evil. Like, but it's also like even, right? It's funny that she's just like talking down to these people who are like stranded on a raft in the middle yeah. of the ocean. Like, yeah. my life's been a lot harder than yours. Like, I know you guys are in a bad situation right now. That's but, the elf you know, pompousness, <laughs> I guess. But she's not yeah. wrong. Let me like, tell you yeah. how you got it. Like, man, we just saved you. Shut <laughs> yeah. up. What did you lose? One family, big deal. I've lost 78. You know, like, okay, it's not Respect a contest. <laughs> right. Yeah, I from only their get one, they remember. Just, this random elf lady was just floating in the water. They pick her up and then all of a sudden get attacked by a sea monster right after they help her. Right. Like, I was so an handsome man scene on the boat. I'm like, going to be honest with you guys. When the other guy is screaming at her, take my hand and the light is, and I'm like, are they getting, are they being, is it Logan's run? Like truly, are you just like obliterated? Like I, I just could not. Yeah. I don't know. You're passing into the yeah. elf heaven, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so I guess that they brings can't come me. back, Mike. I don't think so. I mean, maybe it's a lot of paperwork and just nobody does it. <laughs> it's, if they don't have passports. But like, she's like, yeah, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go there and think about how right I was till the end of time. Yeah, and just sit you, like with right. a daiquiri. No, thanks. But um, here's the here's the big question for the series based on who we've seen so far and kind of what I talked about with Tall Man. Who is Sauron? I have my number one candidate. Uh, I'll wait until you go. Colin, who do you think are some of or the most likely candidate to be Sauron? Um, also known I as, I think, the god of gifts. Like he, he, oh, He's originally shit. presented as not... A, he's, he's, a, he's a deceitful guy. He's not going to present right. as evil. Right. He's hiding as like a human or something. Yeah. yeah. I liked what you said about the, the stranger because I didn't Has he been that. introduced yet? I would um, think they probably did, right? Well, I thought it was going to be that Eminem looking... Dude or whatever. But we haven't met them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also weird. I don't know. I, I, tr- I don't even have a guess, Mike. I think maybe the healer woman is kind of an interesting just oh, because she seems because the kid, how does he have that blade? I don't know. Well, you found that. There's, he's a scallywag and he went into some farmer's basement who had yeah. in the ancient I feel war. like that kid is going to be like corrupted by, yeah. you know, the dark mark and uh, help Sauron at some point, basically, and not even knowing what he's doing. Yeah, and then the mom healer and the elf ranger guy are going to try to... It's like when... uh, Yeah, like when Pippin or Mary, whichever I forget, looks at the, you know, the eye of whatever. Don't look at it, Mary! (laughs) Or it'll be something where it's like when Frodo gets stabbed by the Morgoth blade, which that is, you know, Morgul blade, sorry. Mm, And, you know, it's made of dust, you know? So it's a similar kind of weapon that Frodo gets stabbed with uh, way later. Um, my candidates, then, if we're struggling here, it's Please. either, in my mind, uh, tall Gandalf guy, could be, right? Could be handsome man, handsome boatman, mysterious handsome bo- boatman. Oh, man. sure. It could mm-hmm. be. Because um, yeah. he's shown to sacrifice the other survivors to save himself, right? He doesn't, you know, maybe he's a bad guy. Right, uh, but then he saved Galadriel. Right. He wants, he wants to be with her to corrupt her that would be sort of his end goal. right, right now, now my right. front runner however is that elf lieutenant who's like take my hand come on let's get into valinor like uh, let's get you uh, off the playing field that guy did suck yeah yeah so maybe his uh-huh. whole thing is we need to get you to valinor because you're the one who's really pursuing me 
and then I can sneak my way back into Middle Earth. He jumped into the water too. Fuck shit up, maybe. He, maybe he did. <laughs> Interesting. Or maybe he can get out of Valinor. That'll answer your question. But <laughs> he, he was the most like stop pursuing this person. Every scene with him was bummer. And yeah, I'm like, maybe I, it's yeah. him. Maybe it's him. I yeah. feel like that's just like the the mayor from Jaws. Like, there's no the sharks trope. in the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be a trope too. But this, that's my thought. Is have we met him yet? Who knows? But right now, that would be my front runner. But not not very exciting or compelling. No, really, like it's not. It's not something you're <laughs> so, going to get uh, your buddies around on Friday night to no. watch. You know, and it, no, I agree with that. And here's what I'll say because I think we're heading towards our wrap. We're up getting here. close. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the second one ends, and I am like truly like a zombie. Like I am slack jawed. My eyes are static. Like I am just yeah. like looking for it. I'm like, oh, it's over. Great. Mm-hmm. And it goes to that. You know on the upcoming season, which is something these shows love to do now where they drop their first episode and then they go, please, please, please come back. Right. Here's right. the tease. Right. Um, all of it just didn't look great. It just kind of looked like these big sort of set pieces and yeah. swinging swords, and, you know, kind of the stuff that they're reaching for, but boy, nothing to make me go like, what? Colin, yeah. Can I tell you my red flag from looking at yeah. that? So I'm watching it. And, and I'm thinking the whole time, just show me one frame where there are characters from different storylines in the same shot. And I couldn't find one. I didn't rewind it. Oh, sure. you know, but I was like, show me the Harfoot girl standing next to Galadriel. Show me uh, Romeo and Juliet with Galadriel or Elrond. Like, nope. Yeah. I'm well, their stories don't really have anything to do with you. Room, so maybe they don't to meet tie So why yeah. do they have all the filler? Just focus on right. Adriel and Elrond doing the Celebrimbor thing. Like you don't well, need... Well, I guess maybe they're trying to make this like epic thing like Game of Thrones where you had Daenerys' storyline over in Essos. You had the, the far north oh, with I'm Jon sure Snow. Oh, I'm sure that's the mandate. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's like, yeah, let's show let's show you all these different stories that are never going to connect. And the I promise guess. of that, of course, Jacob, was from book readers like yourself to watchers like us who mm-hmm. would just go like, well, what does this have to do? And you'd go like, just trust me. It's all you know, it's all leading towards this glorious thing that this guy hasn't written yet. And we're like, yeah, oh, right. OK, you know, there was that amount of trust there. This, you know, I think I know we said the similarian. I also read something somewhere. I think what they truly own is the appendix in the back of the book, The Return of the King. Yes. <laughs> so like they, That's they where the second like, age was described, basically, oh, in the, in the like, liner notes. You know, yeah. when you would see like an asterisk and it says, look at this name at the bottom and it goes back and it's like, Steve was also the king of that house. And you're like, OK, <laughs> that's that is not a lot of like room to pick out a ripe story necessarily. No, no. So they're given kind of a blank page to do a Game of the Thrones analog. And by splitting all yeah. these storylines, like Jacob said, they have a wall, you know, where the yeah. elf had to be. He's our Jon Snow, right? Right. But I um, don't want it. The I ring, don't I don't want it. want it. But in the end, it just feels like they're taking at most four hours worth of story and stretching into eight hours, you know, with yeah. all this yeah. extra bullshit. 100%. Well, and the fact that they bet on this so much so that... You know, they've said like, oh, if this isn't a huge hit, like Amazon is just going to suffer because they've they put all their eggs in this basket. And if it doesn't pay off, like it's going to hurt their bottom line. And, and you know, we should say about the review bombing thing, right? So this is mm. another one of these things that have been targeted because there's 
diverse characters across the they board. They have the audacity to put diverse group of <laughs> to, humans on to screen. Reflect yeah. the real world. How right? dare you? And, yeah, and yeah. Appeal to a broad national audience. So we've seen this you. before. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, in, in multiple mediums, and it is something where Amazon in the past has been like, hey, come on, fuck you. But they sort of do let you leave those reviews anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the case here where they have put a 15-day embargo after every episode for reviews, uh, which, mm. Jacob, I think lends to what you were just saying of, like, how dare you even complain or imagine that this thing isn't going right. to work? We will kill you if it does Well, It's like, well... Yeah, there's two problems with this yes. of, like, every new thing has to be, like, there's that one contingent that'll say, oh, there's there's minorities in this, therefore yes. it's bad. And that's she happening every exists. time now. I yeah. must kill her. House yes. of the Dragon. How dare you have one family out of all yes. the families in Westeros that is that are black? Yes, um, god damn you. I think we call <laughs> so you have this racists, just for the yeah. record, you know? But I'm, and I'm racist, not, and yeah. you see this, and I'm not, and I'm not, but it's historically just woke, right? and yeah. accurately, <laughs> and I just, you know, it just takes me out because if you think about the genetics and the, and you're just like, but what's what historical is, about a fantasy series? <laughs> what is, yeah. There is a dragon in this. There was something called a snow troll earlier. Just yeah. everybody. We have another dragon called Sea Smoke. But the it's problem, I think, is double-sided. So you have this contingent of racists yes. that are saying, oh, this is bad because of this reason. Yes. And now you have this thing where any bad review, yes. a, another group of people will say any bad review is because they're, you're racist. So you yes. can't criticize anything about the show or you're feeding you into risk the, getting lumped yeah. into this the bad, yeah. toxic group, the, too. The disadvantage, Jacob, being that not being able to leave these reviews now, there is no accurate portrayal of this when, in fact, it seems like the global reception is not sparkling or positive. It it is tricky because you can't get an objective score on things like this because they're so divisive. You almost have to check it out for yourself or talk to people you actually trust, you know. Yeah, it's almost like like these uh, it's almost like these companies like Amazon and Disney are hyping up this whole discourse about wokeness. Just to make make it so that all negative uh, criticism yes. is lumped in with that. I, I don't know. That, I exaggerating also think they just things. don't know what to do. I think each mm. time really is an experiment for them. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, the um, yeah. main criticism for me is it's just fucking boring. It just sucks. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind, I don't want to say it sucks, but it kind of sucks. It's it badly sucks. paced. I the first time I tried to watch the first episode, <laughs> I was I was a, a little sleepy, but I fell asleep by the end of it. The point where I was like half watching it and I thought the first time I watched it, I thought Galadriel like flew off the boat and then her, and the guy <laughs> falling from the sky was her falling back to the <laughs> oh, earth. That would have been like, awesome. Yeah. I'm so confused what's happening. So I had to rewatch that. But, I yeah. watched a six minute commercial on my phone because I wanted to hear like the jingle that was in it, you know, from some post on Reddit. Once that ended, I was like, wow, I just watched a six-minute video. I turned back to my TV to see Rings of Power was still on. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And I couldn't <laughs> tell for a minute. Oh, man, sure. yeah. There's a lot of characters, a lot of proper nouns, like a lot of new names, like like yes. Bronwyn yeah. or something is the name of the woman, the human woman, like right. Juliet. I but then know. just the, the so transparent take of, you know the name Durin, you know, we're, we're going to catch you with some of these, where it's like, right. yeah, you motherfucker, I know who Elrond, Elrond? is. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's boring. It's it's wild to think that with two two episodes of one hour long television, they haven't really done anything to engage you with a plot or a threat. Like no, well, think about the ball and is not to compare it again not to Hot D, but it's 
inevitable that people are compare the will compare these shows, even though they're very different. Well, in the terms balls of to go matter. head to head when this is what you're putting yes. out, which yeah. is rough. The hubris. Well, just think about our. You know, think about your opinion of Hot D after two episodes, not even this latest episode, but just after the first two, so much more happened and you're so much more interested in like what's going on than this show, right? I was higher on it after the second episode than I was going into the first and Hot D and I am less in on it after the second episode of this, although I will continue. Colin, what do you think? You you guys said the best, you both literally said the best criticism up top of that first Hot D episode spends a lot of time setting everything up, but the success of it is... It stops after that one. This one, the second one, two, they're like, spans on the it. the rest of like, the stuff we forgot to tell you. Yeah. There's a third episode where they go, and also, here's some more stuff. Okay, now the story starts. I will be very well, disappointed. Well, yeah. I feel like there's there's still going to be introducing characters because, like, you know, there's too many. I think they're doing too many storylines to introduce in even two episodes. Like, we didn't get the dwarves until the second episode. We haven't even seen Sauron yet. I think we're going right. to get more introductions to characters as we go on, so... Who knows? You can't spend a first season of your flagship show setting up the stakes, and I'm scared that that's what we they're did doing. It. Yeah, right. It's it's a it's it's the preface. Your first season can't be the preface because you've already greenlit. I don't know if they have, but if you've already greenlit five seasons of this, because you got bottomless pockets. Just to quote my favorite Star Trek Picard, the sheer fucking hubris. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. To just spend exactly. a season doing nothing but set up. Yeah, and Bezos is just like, I'll, if I throw enough money at this, of course it'll be good. And of course, millions of people That's will watch. That's how billionaires right? solve problems. Just keep throwing yeah. money does, at it. Does PP, our, our beloved useless Paramount Plus, and actually real quick, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will make fun of Amazon. I can't fast forward. I cannot figure out how to fast forward on the Amazon app. It is also oh. a piece of shit, guys. Oh, man. I got a fire stick and I can do it, but... Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Does PP have a Game of Thrones? They have a fantasy show. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Show. They just have Star Trek. They own Harry you know? Potter, though. No, that's HBO. Yeah. That's HBO. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so no. Univ- or Warner Brothers is Harry Potter, but Warner Brothers yeah. is HBO. That's yeah. yeah. It's on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you yeah. are right. Yeah. I, I would just be very huh. curious to see how some of these other ones shape up, or how these other streaming services deal or look at this. Because if I was them, I would take the loss leader to be like, you know what? We're actually there isn't going to be another Game of Thrones. They're going to keep making those. Yeah. It's Hot D. Hot D's the new yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wheel of Time. No, nobody watched that. The Witcher tried but mixed reception bbc had um what what is that uh terry terry pratchett really famous series disc world i think mm. they two years ago had a disc world series that people kind of liked that looked so cheap and terrible jacob that i just mm. i can't yeah. even imagine well we're in the you know the state of streaming now is that you get something like the sandman on netflix and you have neil gaiman begging people hey if you're, if you're not just, gonna watch it all right away <laughs> Could you at least put it on, on you know, playing yeah. in the background so that we don't get canceled because, you know, Netflix bases everything on, like, you know, who watches it within a certain time period. Like, and it's, it's not looking grim. good, dude. But meanwhile, you have Hot D firing their showrunners, but still very boldly going, there will well, be Hot season D, two. We're greenlighting it. Yeah, yeah. Miguel Sapochnik left because he felt burnt out. So, he, did, yes. he wasn't fired, but he so, oh, okay, stepped yes. down. He wasn't a guitarist. Uh, but you yeah. just wonder, with the reception that Amazon is having, if they would have the balls to be like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, Lord, to fumble well, Lord to of cancel the Rings, it. <laughs> which is supposed to be the bastion and gold standard of all this fantasy It invented stuff, right? fantasy as we know it. 
basically. Yeah. The books, yeah. And to talk about who's behind this, um, this is the most fascinating thing to me because the writers of this show, they have like almost no background. Like they have no credits. Like if you look on their IMDb, it is insane. I don't know how they got this job. Uh, it's a writing duo. And then you have director J.A. Barona, right? Bayona. Bayona. Who's only, only doing the first and second. And we, we should know, we pointed out, uh, did the second Jurassic World, did the a best Monster Jurassic Calls. World movie, yep. Right. <sighs> Mike, <laughs> I wanted that Raptor to talk so bad. I know. But, and, and then for the rest of the series, it goes to Jacob. I, I clicked on the person where it was like, they've done some Doctor Who episodes. And I'm like, this yeah. is the caliber of talent you're bringing into this. Wow. <sighs> so you have J.D. Payne and Patrick... McKay and these guys there's so much well they're so unknown that they don't even have a Wikipedia like their (laughs) their names on Wikipedia are not a link so I have you know if you look at their IMD they have like one or two credits on something that's like they have no pedigree so it's like how did they get this job why did they decide these are the right people to tell this it's it's really a lot is aligned for this not to work out when you take into fact at I mean if you if we remember the development cycle delayed delayed short video kind of as a tone poem that end of the end of it gives you a date where it goes like coming soon and you're like what does that mean it's been like two years mm-hmm. they were right. like, well we're trying and the, yeah. yeah yeah maybe right after this we'll go to final thoughts too but it's like even the first trailers you know going into the show i was like i still have no idea what the plot of this is and two no. episodes in i really don't know what the plot is so i think that's kind of where we're at um definitely unfortunately so let's uh Let's go ahead and get into final thoughts. Uh, Rings of power. I'm going to put this ring on and disappear. I wish I could too. back with the normie fellowship here on normies like us where we are talking the amazon prime series lord of the rings the rings of power mm. uh something that uh, a lot of sad fanboys keep saying J.R. tolkien would be spinning in his grave about i, I know that we just kind of trash this thing but I- we would not go that far right boys to say that i, I don't think he would give a shit <laughs> if he's either this. um yeah. either he would hate already the peter jackson movies and therefore hate this and all know his, his stance, media adapted yeah. or he just wouldn't care i feel like yeah he, i feel like he'd be a guy who's like it was meant to be a play and you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah or it yeah. could only be told in a like, song I, feel like, I also feel like he may just be like alan moore just hate every yes. adaptation yes. of work yes. yeah i could see that for certainly his kids do he'd be like fair yeah. reactions. you're not pronouncing elvish right i hate it yeah, yeah. he'd be really mad would, about that shit speak in the entire he would only do interviews in the Elvish language. Right, because he was mostly like, writing the books just so he could have a place to put his yeah. fake language. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think he would hate yeah. he would hate all the leggy moments, like you said, like all the legless moments. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a he was he a scholarly kind he, of guy. Here's what he would do. If he was still alive, he would be friends with that Game of Thrones guy who makes those crypto languages, Jacob, that you're always pointing out. Oh, the guy sure, that yeah. like does all the Hollywood movies. And he would just he would he wouldn't he would be like a J.D. Salinger type who wouldn't let any of his stuff get adapted, but he would write that guy letters to be like, oh, Lothlori Gudalo to you. <laughs> he would yeah. have had like, like oh, yeah, shit. been working on Star Trek, fleshing out yeah. Klingon and shit. Yes. Like that yes. would have been him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, totally. They say they're turning their grave. I, um, I guess to get to my final thoughts, I've come to a point 
where I've just resigned myself to properties that I love are going to get cash cowed and turned to shit. You know, it happened with Star Wars. Now we have mediocre Boba yes. Fett, mediocre Obi-Wan, you know, like. I, Mike, yeah. I call us the Phantom Menace generation. We are, we cannot be bothered when something is bad. <laughs> no, right. well now I, I, I first would be bummed out. But at this point, it's like, it's just going to happen. It's just going to be bad at some point. So keep what's good. Yeah. And it's it's very alarming that the first two episodes of this feel so boring. Like if you if you have to cancel your Lord of the Rings, man, that says a lot about how incompetent you are. Yeah. And to just what to you just said, would you call those movies boring ever? No. No. I mean, the Hobbit ones I don't love, but they're way better than this. The first two hours of the original Hobbit movie are better than the first two hours of this show. Easy. And if you go back to our Hobbit episodes, I think we make it pretty clear. I could not take our eyes off the screen. <laughs> yes, yeah. like there, there's a lot going on in those movies that I don't like, but I'm certainly aghast the entire I'm glued. time. I'm not bored or trying sighing. to stay awake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we've cured insomnia, though. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I think as a you society, know, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, me, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. <laughs> I have no kind of investment in the lore of the world of Lord of the Rings. So I cannot tell you, you know, how accurate it is or anything like that if they're ruining all the lore. But I just don't care. You know, it's like I can do, you can I st- still can go back and watch the Peter Jackson movies and enjoy them and not not even think about this. So it's mm-hmm. like, go ahead, make your show. Maybe it'll be bad. Maybe it'll be OK. Who knows? But for me, Hot D is very different because I'm a lot more invested in that world, I guess, just from being a fan of the books and everything. But again, even if they mangled the lore and that, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I'd still enjoy it for what it was. So I can kind of take things as they come and just be like, it doesn't lessen my enjoyment of the Peter Jackson movies at all. And if it's bad, then it's bad. And I'm not going to really think about it too much. But what do you say with the first two episodes then? Have they done a good job of getting you invested as a casual fan into where this is going? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, deal. I'll keep watching it probably week to week just because we you know, have it's to. there. But yeah. <laughs> And I also I want to see if it does get any better or not, or if it gets worse. You know, I'm not certainly not looking forward to it on Fridays the way I would with the boys, right? No, which is the Amazon's best show right now, right? Yeah, yeah. that's on. the real Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Similar thoughts. You know, I don't know. Like I said, it just neither it really do they. Hard. It well, yes, but it 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 makes me realize. Because we are being cynical about this stuff. And I just said, you know, that we're this Phantom Menace generation. Of, ha ha, you know, they are going to ruin everything. But it really makes me realize when they do go back to a property that was used and they go, okay, let's take another look at it, that Prey is one of a kind. Where mm. they just go like, no filler, all killer, awesome story, awesome material, honor it you know, going above beyond, add to it, you know, just all this stuff. And it's just, I just wish that literally everybody could come at it from that route. I don't, if you own Amazon and you're like, we have this streaming service, we have one shot at Lord of the Rings, fuck doing it like everybody else. The algorithm says, you know, eight hours of content keeps people coming back. This is Lord of the Rings. I want to do, let's drop two episodes of a, you know, a one hour each that are just like an epic fantasy tale. A month later, let's drop like one more that's like another crazy story, you know, set at this, you know, like you really have the opportunity to like do kind of like these one of a kind things that, um, boy, I just, I don't know. You know what that, I don't know. That inspires yeah. me, Colin. As you know, I mean, uh, 
friend of the show, Adam, we're working on uh, still intermittently that Obi-Wan edit of taking the Obi-Wan show and turning it into an hour and a half thing. I'm wondering Mike, if are we talking rings of power cut oh, could be. Is there a way in which, you know, when all is said and done, it's this first season, like, is there a compelling Galadriel solo episode or like two hours of compelling Galadriel, two hours yes. of compelling Elrond, two hours of compelling Mike. Harfoot instead of splicing? Just you just figured out how to do it. They should have done one shot. Here's how the threat is looming for each yes. race in. A yes. Yeah, it could have been more cool. like an anthology with each episode. Being and then you get crossover. That would have been awesome. Jacob. Yeah, it's free. So maybe there's a version <laughs> there you of go, Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we know you're listening. We know he comes here for most of his ideas. You have six episodes to re-edit. <laughs> I know money's oh, not an boy. object. I'm available. Uh, but are you going to be doing the week to week, Mike? I, I know will you be. said you're not looking forward to Fridays like the boys, but you will be checking it. And, you know, I, I should say this. Yeah. If this thing has a killer finale, you know, because we're doing the this episode now. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, really. Worst we're doing this episode now where we might not cover Power Rings, Power Ranger Rings again until a Whatcha or something. But yeah. if this has like the greatest finale of all time, we should get Chris back and do a fucking awesome Lord of the Rings episode where we eat crow. I hope that happens. Absolutely. It's not going to. <laughs> yes. No, it's not. I'm not right. I'm not optimistic about it. But yeah, there's nothing else on on Friday. Yeah. You know, oh, so sure. Why sure, not? Sure, sure, sure. I'll throw yeah. it on while I'm eating dinner and then hop on Discord and complain about it, you know, with my video game friends. <laughs> It'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. And then and not be allowed to post about it because of racism. I hope it improves. <laughs> I, I do hope it improves. Um, yeah. Because I do like the Lord of the Rings universe. And, you know, I think Gladriel is doing a good job. I like Elrond and Durin. There's there's nuggets. They're, they're you know, but even the, the smallest light, you know, we need to have hope in the darkness. Right. That's the Lord of the Rings kind of thing. But I don't know. It's not looking good. Uh, no. so far you should have shot at new zealand right build all these sets spend your billion dollars yeah go- going out there and doing it that way but we know what it looks like it works yeah it's easier to do it on a green screen <laughs> anyway yep i guess that's my final thoughts destroy it throw it into the fire <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, no be, be, corrupt no. your soul be gone with it bezos yeah uh no. yeah i think that's absolutely a fair thought to end it on here um normies if you felt any different of course you can always hit us up at normies underscore like underscore us on social media rate review subscribe that helps out the podcast a lot but really if you do have this opinion where you go like i i gotta say as a fan i was listening to you guys I've got like seven corrections for you. I think this, I think that right in because, or, or, you know, a call, leave a message, whatever, a comment. I would love to know that because I'll eat crow on this shit. Like we said, I I don't care. That that would be great to be correct. Yeah. Much unlike us out on YouTube. Yep. Unlike the high elf King, like I'm willing to admit when I have been wrong. (laughs) So please (laughs) tell me so that I may learn. Jacob said the most middle manager ass looking guy. What did you call him? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what I called him. That was Daryl the elf. Daryl. Yeah. yeah, It's Daryl. The high elf. The high king. Yeah. yeah, That's the high king Gilgalad, but he just looks like the most (laughs) normal ass looking dude. Did you see the side by side of Gilgalad in the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy? No, oh, he's so really. He, he so looks some of these people similar. go. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like they actually. He's still a middle manager in the other movies too. Huh. Well, so here's the thing. I'm excited for this show that when it ends, to read a BuzzFeed article that's like, "Here's the ten things you didn't realize of this character's this and this," and I'll go flip to that and be like, "Oh, interesting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a uh, you know. 
thing is, there's a lot of spoilers because of that appendix, you know, you can run into yeah. it. Same thing with hot D. So be careful when you look at those lists. They might just straight up tell you like shit that's going to happen. But yes. right. that just comes. Also, don't look at the episode names for hot D. I made that mistake on Wikipedia. And Ooh. some of them I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I'm glad I have not done that. I've now yeah. gotten past the point where I know what. I've gotten past the thing that was spoiled for me. So now I'm can invest again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. I like right. to hear that. Um, well, but we've meantime, been your hosts. This is, uh, yeah, this is Colin Burr, the, or whatever. Colin Brimbor. <laughs> Colin Brimbor, the, the fucking blacksmith. This show makes me mad now. So now I'm, I'm no longer Mike Ladriel. I'm Mike Goss. I'm evil. <laughs> Mike Aron. <laughs> Mike Aron. This is Jacob Rendier. Nice. I'm an elf. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Keep it secret. Keep it safe, normies. We'll catch you next time. Ooh, bye. Bye. Bye, normies. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools.